What's up guys, welcome to the first episode of Devil's Advocates. Look, I'm very excited about this podcast. I'm really, really, really excited that I'm going to be starting this. Uh, I've been a Manchester United fan my whole life. And it's very important to share um, my thoughts with other Manchester United fans across the world. I am in the U.S. There is a significant Manchester United um, fan population here in the U.S., but this is not just for U.S. fans. This is for the international fans, including fans in the U.K. Yes, including U.K. fans, the OGs. Manchester United is a worldwide club, and its fans are worldwide. So anything that relates to Manchester United has to be worldwide, and this is what this podcast is. So in the first episode, I want to get right into the interesting topic that everybody loves. I, I don't know about you, but I love um, topics surrounding um, tra- uh, uh, transfers, surrounding signings, and uh, bolstering the squad, pretty much. So in this episode, I want to talk about the positions we need to strengthen this summer to be able to compete next season. And uh, not only be able to compete, but be able to dominate. If you look at what's happening right now, Manchester City already have a great squad. Yes, they didn't, you know, compete hard with Liverpool this year. But they're still doing pretty well in the Champions League. Um, I believe they have a game with Real Madrid in a couple of days. If you're listening to this late, you might already see the results. Maybe they went through, maybe not. But they had a fairly good season still. And they have a strong squad. They're losing some players. You know, Silva, De La Sane, um, you know, some, some of their their defense hasn't been the best. They signed so many defenders already. Uh, over $300 million spent on defenders in the past few years by Manchester City. And they already bought, you know, Nathan Ake, and if I pronounce his name correctly. But they have a very strong squad, and they're already strengthening. Ferran Torres, the player they, they bought this um, this week. Honestly, I don't know why we weren't in for him. And uh, I know we can't be in for everybody. We already have... He's like a attacking... Mit- he's, like, he's like he's like Fernandez. He's like the position of Fernandez. Um, but I think he's a bit more advanced. He's more... To me, he's more like uh, Juan Mata, pretty much. He's more than Mata. And, and Mata's obviously slow at the moment. We love him as a, as a person... You know, Manchester United fans love him, including myself as a person. But in terms of a player that can really help us compete, I don't think he's the he's the one right now. So you replace we could have replaced him with somebody much younger. And and Ferran Torres reminds me of um, of Greenwood um, in the aspect that he he's he's double footed. The guy shoots with the right, shoots with the left. He dribbles, he passes. Just a phenomenal player. To be honest with you, I'm I'm a bit jealous about this signing. Uh, by Man City but anyways we can't dwell over the past what I'm saying is teams that are already strong are strengthening even more Liverpool have a very solid squad as you can see they're cleaning up you know Lovren leaving I'm sure they're going to be replacing him they're getting um, they're going to be replacing him with with another defender again players in midfield they already have a strong midfielder again players in midfield and attack that's how you got to be to win trophies you have to have players and players and players 
and a strong strategy where as to where to buy where to strengthen you have to have a deep squad when you're when you're competing in the premier league champions league fa cup carabao cup what else is there um, you know all those different competitions you have to have a solid squad yeah and i mean those cups you might play the some youngsters but you can also play your your b squad which should be strong enough to compete and make you win if you want to win a triple if you want to win a quadruple at this point and this is really what what i dream of as manchester united fan you know why settle for one for one trophy or coming second in champions league places in any of that you know another thing that really bothers me is the fact that we look at teams as they're like untouchable like real madrid barcelona for the longest time now for the longest time we look at those teams as as they're like we're, they're above us we're manchester united we're the biggest team in the world in terms of you know fan base and and and, and value why can't we be the biggest team in the world in terms of of, of abilities in terms of you know squad strength and actual and actual football abilities so with that being said we got to shoot for the, for, the, for the moon at this point. Not to compete. You can't just say, oh, yeah, we want to compete next season. I hate that mindset. You know, mindset is everything in, in anything you do. And, and we have to have the mindset of, yeah, you can't change everything overnight. But it, it hasn't been overnight. All right? It hasn't been overnight. We have a solid squad right now that we can build on. So where can we strengthen? I'm gonna get right into it, and then I can I can go on my rant a bit more after that. To me, and this is gonna be very tricky. I don't know about the goalkeeper position. I love David De Gea. You know, the guy the guy stuck with us um, at the hard times, but since his Real Madrid move that fell through, he hasn't been the same. And and he had a he got a. A big contract that he hasn't been able to justify, to be honest with you. Since he got that big contract, he hasn't been the same either since his move. To me, just like how Fergie was back in the day with players that are probably were higher ranked than De Gea is as a keeper. If you don't want to be in the club, you leave and Manchester United continues to thrive. Um, that strategy is good in, in terms of keeping the team morale. But it's also not good in terms of giving our players to Real Madrid because, you know, there's, going, there's by the way, an explicit podcast of this children. Close your ears on this one. Fuck Real Madrid. You know, we're Manchester United. We're the best team in the world. You're not going to come take our best player. You know, it's just not going to happen. Have we ever done that where we got, we went to Juventus or went to Real Madrid and got their best player? It just doesn't happen. So that, sh- that shit that Real Madrid has been doing is not going to continue to happen really. Okay. I, I would strongly refuse for that to happen. So, anyways, David De Gea, you know, Henderson had a great season. He's the guy's a local. The guy has played. You know, he's a Manchester local. He's he's a, as 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 our, our British guy. Our British guys say he's he's a local lad. Have him have him compete with De Gea. I'm not saying bench De Gea. Or give up on him or go buy an expensive keeper. We already have a great keeper, a great goalie. Have him compete with De Gea. Make De Gea earn his place. Make Henderson earn his place. To me, this is a very healthy competition. You know, everybody else in, in the team competes, you know. Why not have goalkeepers compete as well? Why have a, a goalie just like kind of guaranteed position, you know. 
So to me, first and foremost, for us to be solid next season, have Henderson bring him back and have him compete with De Gea. Um, or having De Gea compete with him, it really is about a two-man competition. Maybe at that point, let Romero go, and he's just, you know, Henderson becomes number two, um, but it's also like one, you know. It's kind of like, again, competition for number one. That's something I would certainly do. Um, number two is certainly another center back. I like our center backs. I like I like Lindelof. I like Maguire. Bailey hasn't been consistent though. Like obviously with injuries, but even when he comes in, he's too rash. I love his spirit. I love you know the fighting, like like Sergio Ramos, fighting spirit. But Sergio Ramos is more like he he knows how to control that. You know he doesn't get injured every game. He plays or he comes back. If he's able to control that, I think I think Eric Bailey, the speed he's got, that the physical abilities, he's good on the ball, and again in the spirit and the and 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 the fire that he's got in him would be great. But again, we need a deep squad. So in defense, we just get another, I would say, left-footed midfielder, and then we'll go um, defender rather. We'll go into uh, next episode. We'll talk about the exact names. Um, that we should be signing based on based on research based on there's by the way plenty of talent available I don't know what it is about the market right now so many great players available right now so many great great players available in the market right now I think it's just abundance and that's that should drive the transfer costs down especially with COVID you know like I said Manchester City getting front Torres for 25 million this is insane to me to me and, you know and we're, we're going after Sancho for for 100 million which is we'll get to that position later but you know center back left footed and and towering like I would love to have a towering center back like Van Dyke you know but a younger guy left footed towering good on the ball this is the kind of player we want and like I said we'll get into names later on but I sent her back um Brandon Williams is to me he's a right-footed player I don't know why he's playing on the left you know left back shouldn't always cut to the right to cross you know what I'm saying so to me Brandon Williams should be the backup for um AWB Luke Shaw doesn't have a replacement I'm not um, I don't know if there's a player that's ready to step in and actually cover for Luke Shaw. If not, we should be looking after um, a left back because, you know, Luke Shaw gets injured and then we're not the same anymore. He's been great after after the, the lockdown. He came back. He was absolutely phenomenal. That's when we we're actually scoring a lot of goals. Since he got injured, if you notice, I mean, nobody really thought about that. But since he got injured, that's when we struggled to get goals and we were kind of scrambling to win. I'm not saying he's, he's really the sole reason, but it, it, it could be a you know a, a contributing factor really. Um, his his attacking abilities on the left side and the one twos he does with the you know Brandon Williams is great like I said, but he's a right footed guy. He should be on the right. So I would say if there's a possibility for getting a, a bargain on the left on a, on a left sided left back, um, I would do that too. Now getting into midfield. Once again, you want to compete for trophies, you want a 
dynamic defensive midfielder. Matic is great. He's a very smart player. He's he's a player that knows how to play. He's he's just he's he's skilled and he knows the game. But he's older. He's slower. He can definitely be great in some games. I don't know if he's the player that we can have all season long playing in different competitions. So to me, obviously we have McTominay, we have Fred. Uh, Fred has, had had been great before the lockdown when when Pogba was injured. After, again, is is Fred a player that can really help us win? He's 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 played well sometimes for us, you know, and it took him some time to to settle in. So if you look on paper, we have a lot of names in midfield. Like I said, McTominay, and he didn't get his chance really after the lockdown. Um, Fred, Matic, Pogba, Fernandez. And I'll add to that um, Foso Mensa, by the way, because I don't think he's a right back. He's, he's, a, he's a midfielder. We'll play him on the right. I think his best his best position is in the midfield. I think he, he thrive more in midfield. Should give him a chance in some games, see how he does there. Um, to me, he was just a bright youngster that everybody was excited about. And for some reason, he, he hasn't been able to break through. So I think we should give him a chance in a different position to see how he does. But um, I would say also a, a dynamic midfielder that can, that can be def- that's more defensive inclined, um, that has defensive inclinations. A dynamic defensive midfielder outside as well. To play alongside Pogba, Fernandez, and speaking of somebody that would be backup to those guys, either that would be bringing somebody from um, like Angel Gomez, or somebody from from the academy or a youngster to 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 be you know to be in playing you know getting some games in and be ready to step in if somebody gets injured, somebody gets fatigued, or also sign somebody who's younger. You know, not not too much of an expensive transfer to be able to step in. You know, and you can think of some of the, you know, English talent that we have in the Premier League, like um, the guy from Aston Villa. I don't remember his name right now, but I would say also it would be great to have an another um, playmaker, box to box player. Um, be great to have like a box-to-box player that ha- that has scoring capabilities. That would be great. That would be absolutely great. And again, we'll mention names next episode. We'll have we'll have a list of players that you know we should be going after. But a box-to-box with scoring capabilities, phenomenal. Plus a strong, a solid defensive midfielder um, and a center back, potentially um, promoting a left back or getting a you know a, a cheap bargain as somebody who can be a backup. You know. And after that, obviously, our front line, you have, you have Rashford, Martial, Greenwood. I want to name him because he's been great. Forget age. If he can score, if he can play, you play. You know, and to me, he's been great. Um, if we get Sancho, I mean, this is obviously now, it's not a, a hidden secret. That would be great. He adds to that, and the rotation happens. Um, but I think, I have a feeling, like, I would love to have, like a solid front striker is the Premier League having that big 
body in the front that knows how to play though not just like a, a big body that, that's not good on the ball a big body that's good on the ball is great it's absolutely absolutely phenomenal and and if we're able obviously we missed on uh Halland. he was that he was that he's a guy that's big he's good on the ball you know, um, he would have been great with Greenwood and, and, and Marshall and just like having that rotation and, and Rashford and it would have been really like a terrifying uh, front four that rotate just like a bunch of goals. And you push each other. It's important to have, if you're guaranteed a place, you wouldn't give your best. You have to be challenged to give your best, right? And, and, it, and it's healthy competition really between the players. You saw how Marshall and Rashford were competing at the end of the season of who scores the most and it's healthy you want that as a fan right at the end of the day these guys get millions of dollars we love them but they get millions of dollars to play so we got to get the best out of them with that um so to me getting a big body in the front would be that knows how to play would also be great to be able to cha not challenge but dominate so there you go a center back left footed move uh, Brandon Williams to be the backup to AWD, get a backup to Shaw, have a dynamic defensive midfielder, a box-to-box -box with scoring capabilities, okay, that can potentially be a, a playmaker as well. To me, honestly, if you want to challenge for a title, every player on your team should be able to score. Every player on your team should be able to score your defenders your 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 weight your your um you know your right back your left back your midfielders everybody in your midfield should be able to score have you know could be able to shoot from outside the box this is really the 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 structure of a of a, of a winning team you know you can say that oh the big the barcelona team really chavi like they didn't score that's an exception you know and he did score sometimes but you have to have every player on your team scoring and that's really how to, to you how you win tough games it's really hard to to you know have coverage on every player in the team so when you when you're when you're when you're when your scorers when your strikers are being you know um manned then you're able to have another player come in and, and actually score have a different game plan have a different playbook where you're able to score goals so once again a dynamic box to box that can also score that's a playmaker and we'll mention some names um and then if we can get somebody to be on the on the right that would be great i would love for him to be left-footed obviously sancho is not left-footed but he's a great player it'll be great it'll be a great addition and then if we can get a towering striker that knows how to play or a big body scores headers dominates in the box it's just a problem for for defenders but knows also how to play that would be that's how you have a team that can absolutely dominate not just win so how many players is that center back backup left back but that can be promoted and i said oh and i said also henderson to come back but i'm not going to count that as a transfer but henderson to, to be competing with the hair for number one I, you know you got to earn that both of them one of them got to earn it so um to me center back left back defensive midfielder box to box 
um, right-sided winger and potentially a towering striker some of those players can be promoted so i'm saying six positions if we, if we add in those positions some of them rotated some of them would be in the squad as starters like if i get somebody as a defensive midfielder dynamic great player i would start him over matic matic can be the guy that comes in and game the tough games or with his experience or games you know in in the in the champions league after qualify or you know in, in in the fa cup and things like that that can also get us the win but he's not starting every single fucking game um and then that adds also competition in the front for players you have that rotation once again we, we're playing in different competitions next season so you have to have a, a deep squad um that can come in and, and score so yeah there you go six positions let me know guys let me know um what you think about this what positions you think should be uh, filled for us to dominate uh, don't sell me for us to compete because i hate that for us to dominate we're manchester united we should be dominating i don't like looking at any team like they're better than us i don't like looking at any team like you know oh they're over here we're the best team in the world we're the biggest team in the world value wise fans wise we need to be the best team in the world football wise and that comes from having a mindset of we are the best and going after that to be the best. You know, like I said, you look at the teams. Chelsea's transfers have been phenomenal also, by the way. Talk about Team Werner, talking about, um, what's his name? Hayesh uh, or something like that. The guy from Ajax. Phenomenal transfers. Phenomenal transfers. You're getting Man City already in the game. Getting two players already going after more and these these teams already have i mean chelsea had the band so obviously they're now going all out um to to fill that um yeah man city with those. So it's going to be a tough competition next season arsenal looking good also at the end of the season and they continue to get more players we are manchester united we need to be the best we can't just go in a season with you know Matic is our only solid defensive. And again, I know McTominay is, is, is up there. But you got to provide competition for players to thrive. You can't, McTominay can't just have in his mind like, oh, I'm the only one. I don't have no backup. You have to know like, hey, if you slip, somebody's going to take your place. You're playing with your heart out. You know, that's how it's got to be. That's how it's got to be. Like you look at Real Madrid, that team has so many players on their squad. Top players on their squad. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. And, and, and they continue to win low-key. Like, low-key this year, they won the league. You know? Crazy to me. And that's just because they put the team above the players. And they, and they win. And that's how it's got to be. But again, we're not looking up to nobody. We got to... Next season, we're in the Champions League, we're in the league. We should be going to win both. And we should be planning this summer. What kind of squad do we have to have to win both? Period. You want six players? Okay. We don't have to get every, every player for $100 million. All right? Look at Man City. Like I said, Ferran Torres, $25 million. If we get a player for, for average of $25, $30 million, we can get six players in one summer. Right? But if we go after players that are just $100 million just because of the name, like I told you that, like you'll see the impact that that guy is going to have on Man City. All right? Just phenomenal talent. Like I said, left foot, right foot, great passing, great shooting. Just dribbling everything that's a player you want to have on your team there's pure talent 
and if you push him with the right with the right coach, just he gives you the results. You can you can utilize that talent. So so again, it's a matter of the mindset, which I think is is is, is starting to, to to grow on the players. That squad now looks good. Players seem to, to care. Players that's that's that was the problem before. Players didn't give a fuck. Seems like they just. It's like when you hit your job and you're just showing up, and that's how they seem on, on game day. They're just showing up, you know. But now it seems like they, they want to fight for the, f- to win. They're, they're, you see the celebrations that they, they um, you know, we went to the Champions League. So that, that, that spirit is there. It's just a matter of adding competition, keeping up the morale, and bringing in the right players to fit in, you know. Get players that are younger than 25, you know, maybe, maybe a couple that maybe 26 to 28. With a little bit more experience, like we did with Maguire, but we have that. We have those guys. We have Pogba. We have Fernandez. Those are guys with experience, with personalities. We have Maguire in defense. You know, um, maybe maybe we, we get like an older guy in the front to to just compete and teach those young guys, especially Greenwood and if, you know it's going to be if, if we get Sancho, you have Sancho, Greenwood, Martial, and Rashford, all young guys. You know, even Martial is 20, 23, I believe, and still young. You get somebody who's maybe 29, 30 as a striker. He's got a couple of years in him. He competes with those guys. He gets him. He, he gets him doing their best, but he also teaches them a thing or two. But somebody who's actually still got game in him. That would be a good strategy. Maybe we shouldn't go out and get like a, another 20-year-old striker. You know what I mean? So yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Next episode. Is going to be, which is tomorrow, by the way, is going to be about the exact players you should be going after. In each of those positions that I mentioned, I'm going to be giving, you know, one, two, or three players, depending on the position. If I give one, that means I'm really all about that guy. Um, two or three, there's different options. Like I said, there's plenty of talent in the market right now. Um, you know, there is no shortage for sure um, if, if you want to get a player in any position. So many, so many great players. Um, coming out of different leagues and you know killing it so once again i'm very excited to start this podcast this is an international worldwide man united fans podcast tune in and i want to also hear from you every topic we have i want to hear from you um as to what it is you think about what positions we should be filling and also let me know in the in the reviews in the comments about uh, what episodes you want to see? What topics you want to see? Like I said, I'm going to be talking about what players in each position we should be signing. And then I'm going to get into uh, what players we should be clearing out of our squad. After that, uh, coaches, different things. You know, it'll be fun. It'll be great. The goal is, like I said, we are Manchester United. We don't compete. We should. Our goal shouldn't be to challenge you know what challenge me? You're trying to you're trying to challenge the best. Then you're not the best. Our goal is to be the best. Okay. Everybody should be should be trying to catch up to us, but we're already looking at our next move. All right. While they're get while to, while while they're trying to catch our old move. That's the mindset we need to have. Not the mindset of trying to catch up to you know to the other teams. So thanks for tuning in. Till next episode.